0: Ladies and vets of the purest, bestest sport you can follow, and you rookie fight fans, welcome to the cage for your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts. This is Better Fight Cast. <laughs> Leading today's schooling, like usual, is Joe Bauer, our resident MMA historian who's been living and breathing the fight since he was a kid scouring video store shelves for Pride VHS tapes at Joe Neubauer's MMA.
1: Floyd's really going to Japan.
0: To bridge the gap between fans new and old, I am Matt Crocomo, a credentialed writer and personal trainer and student of psychology and comedy, exploring how to maximize every day of the human experience at Matthew J. Better. Here, Joe, me, sometimes Gabrielle, Tam Bowen at Gabby underscore T, and every once in a while, it's been a long time, Sean Neubauer at MMA underscore insomniac on Better Health and World, where we dig into the health, behavior, comedy, and culture of what it is to be a human animal. Get that and this on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. Now, let us delve together into this glorious, inspiring combat. Joe, what should we know?
1: What should we know? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm two days back from the city of New York. Oh, yeah. I was in the Big Apple this for is is follow
0: up. This is a follow-up to Joe's live experience in MSG. Watching his second ever UFC fight. And
1: live! One word to sum it up, the whole experience. I went to, I arrived in New York on Friday. I was at the John Jones vs. Alexander Gustafsson UFC, what was that, 232?
0: You can hear us talk more about Joe's trip to New York on Better Health and the World, by the way.
1: At uh, on uh, I was at the UFC 232 press conference, which was immediately followed by the weigh-ins. And then I was at... Madison Square Garden for every single fight at night of the fight I was one of the last people in the building they were kicking out because I was taking some pictures on Saturday night and one word to describe it all was awesome I had an absolutely fantastic time so did my girlfriend Gabrielle and so did my brother John and Mikey we, we, we all four of us had a blast you said after the remember. fight the
0: people who were running the place had to kick you out from taking pictures
1: well security was trying to get us out right but we were just sitting there taking we were, we weren't down low or anything we were up in our seats and we weren't high the seats were perfect right nice. see my first UFC experience live was at the mGM grand but we bought oh, we you bought huh? sleep seats mm-hmm. and i said it just wasn't it was okay being there. Like it's
0: cool being there, but it's also like just knowing that you're in the live performance and reacting with the audience and everything. But Story you're not of, actually seeing the fight. Yeah, you're, you're not more seeing watching it on the big screen, right? In front you're of still watching like, it on TV, and I you're seeing this you're bar, seeing dog. less of it. You have less control of your situation.
1: So, yeah, we were watching. So on that one, it left me just a little. Iffy about it. I was like, well, next time I go, I promise I'm gonna get lower seats. I don't know mm-hmm. if I could have judged it really off of that experience. And I was at the Nick Diaz versus Anderson Silva card. But how was that? This fight? weekend it was good. Yeah. But this weekend in New York City, first of all, Madison Square Garden, that is a special yeah, building. Dude. It it accommodates very well too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very accommodating building. As a fan to go to the garden and watch the fights, it, it is a fantastic venue it is perfect yeah and my seats were down i wasn't on the floor i
0: mean that's interesting mgm grand versus madison square garden because mgm grand is where all the premier boxing it's like where all the like big fights happen so Mm -hmm. like why is that is it just because of where you were or do you really think do you think madison square garden
1: is just a more special place because it seems like
0: it seems like it's still a little bit more special than the mgm
1: grand as prestigious as it was I, i honestly i'm sorry mgm grand no disrespect right you guys do good things i know they're mostly at the T-Mobile Arena now, anyway. Right, but dog, like it, it, Madison Square Garden. There's just something special. I mean, the out M- there. MGM
0: Grand. That's where like oh, like my, my Tyson's fights and everything happened. That's like where the fights happened. Well, that's where all as the far fights happen in Vegas. Happens. Right,
1: right. And, I mean, UFC was there lots of times. They went there yeah. three times a year. Um, oh. But they built the T-Mobile Arena. Yeah, they and they got UFC the end joint for them. They got the end joint. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, but Madison Square Garden or something special, and plus my seats were perfect. I wasn't on the floor, but I was only the one level up in 108. Nice. I mean, they were golden. Like I couldn't have got better seats. They were perfect. Wow. I don't think I could have picked them any better unless I was sitting cage side. Nice. There's just no way. And even cage side, I feel like you got to look up. Yeah. I feel like the seats I had, it was just perfect. Right.
0: I was wondering about that because, like, on the floor, you yeah, you, you like the. You can't see as much, I would think. Mm-hmm. I would think one one level up will be perfect.
1: I mean, I saw, I could see the the fighters' faces. I could see their face reactions. I was, I was definitely close enough. It was, it was wonderful. We had a blast. I definitely recommend going to a live event. And if you're going to go, don't be cheap. You, you don't have to go to all of them. A fight night, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like Fight Nights sell out like the big pay-per-views do. So I don't know if Fight Nights really sell out the upper decks mm. or, or that, that Section 300 that I wouldn't even, you know, honestly, I wouldn't even purchase tickets if it's in Section 300. Mm. It's got to be 200, 100, <clears throat> or bust. Yeah. And um, it was perfect, <clears throat> great time, great amount of fights. I got to say, I, it kicked off, being live at a press conference Yeah. was awesome. I bet. For Jones and Gustafson, there's a little drama there. I mean, all the all the drama. I mean, my little brother, Mikey, nineteen years old. only went on this trip because Wait, he wanted to bond with Jones us.
0: and Gustafson.
1: Yeah, Which yeah, they're Jones? fighting UFC John Jones.
0: Wait, but you saw the press conference for that fight?
1: Yeah, that's what it kicked off with. Uh, the, oh. on Friday. That's why we went up there early. The John Jones and Alexander Gustafson. Yeah, two. I guess
0: I guess it wouldn't be the presser for the fight that's happening that day. No. So, so John Jones and Alexander Gustafson are fighting next weekend.
1: No, they're fighting at the UFC 232 on New Year's card. It's like December 30th or oh, something. Jesus, like that. seems like an early. Is the press conference usually this
0: far in advance? Or yeah. is it just because it's a big? Yeah, it's the first one. So they they'll have they'll have multiple the pressers, I guess, for this. No. Oh,
1: this they is they do it. that one first. It gets a little push. Mm-hmm. That's a big fight. Yeah. It's a big fight. Yeah. So they're getting it out there because tickets are about to get on sale. They usually do a press conference to let everybody know mm-hmm. awareness of the fight. And oh, man, I got to go to that. Like, if you're in the area, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you live in, I think that one's in, that one's going to be in Vegas. So if you're interested in that fight and if you live in the Vegas area or you're interested in flying to Vegas to see it, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to buy this. Mm-hmm. So you go purchase tickets. And yeah. John Jones versus Alexander Gustafsson. I love the drama back and forth. It was definitely definitely interesting live. We had uh, Meina Nunez and Cyborg up there. They didn't get to talk a whole lot, but when they did, Cyborg was very adamant. I mean, Cyborg was very mad at Meina Nunez for taking this long to fight her. And I don't know, man. It's sold. I'm in. Hmm. Have my money. I'm buying. Uh, it was wonderful. My little brother who went for the first time, he's 19 years old. I uh, was never a cage fighting fan. I've been trying to get him to watch it forever. I'm just like, dude, like I get it. You don't like the sports with the balls, and you don't like all the rules. He's a gearhead. Mm. He doesn't even watch NASCAR, but if he would watch anything, it probably would be NASCAR. Mm-hmm. But he loves to work on cars, r- work on four-wheelers, work on dirt bikes. He's one of those that likes to take everything apart and put it back together again mm. and ride around.
0: Are you he- talking about, you're talking about the fourth brother, right? Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, he's only 19 years old. Um, he went because my mother got it for me and my brothers as, like, an a early Christmas present, and she wanted us to go to, like, something like that so we could all bond and, mm-hmm. you know, have a good time. Um, but Mikey's, you know, I was really shocked that he wanted to do it. And I turned him into a cage fighting fan this weekend. Oh, nice, bro. He's now into it. He nice. was hooked. Nice. He was just like the drama. He's obsessed with the Jones he, and Gustavo. He finally
0: fight. understood the chess match of it, too? Like, does he understand? Yeah, he's understanding just, it. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, this makes sense. It's not he's just it's confused. not just people slamming each other in the face with their fists and feet. There's certain things that he's confused joints. about
1: right now that a lot of people are. And it was great to get that aspect from a brand new fan. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, what are they doing on the ground right now? And I was, he even said like, thank God I was next to him, so I could break a lot of it down so he could understand it. Mm. But he was watching and 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 it just he was grasping and learning it. But everybody understands a fight, mm. and he was like, if there's any sport I can follow, it's definitely this one. He's like, this stuff is awesome. <laughs> so he loved the press conference to start. Mm. I mean, his kids watch maybe one fight in his life. Wow. Like he does not watch fights. When mm-hmm. I say he doesn't watch any TV. He's the type that will sleep in a tent for two weeks, and that's vacation to him. Nice and going camping. He's he's nice. old school. He's so different from me and my brothers. Um, to go to the press conference and love that first, mm. like the drama and the talking back and forth, and just everything they were talking about. For him to love that first, I was like amazed. I was oh, like, this no. is how you break somebody in.
0: Oh no, I hope John Jones doesn't break his heart. Oh no! See, my little brother hasn't oh, no.
1: suffered that yet. He doesn't know what's going on.
0: I was my first reaction was like, "Oh, that's great!" because he saw this great press conference and he like saw the like pro wrestling style like trash talking from like one the guy who like if he can get out of his own way could be the greatest mm-hmm. of all time. possibly like, look. I was breaking his like, cherry he's, to MMA. He's, he's a good. He's like on one hand, he seems like he's a good person to like get into it with, but then it's like, oh no, he might not be.
1: He now here's the thing, not be. I'm trying to break his cherry into oh, MMA. No. And he caught a lot of interest in that fight. For some reason he was so interested in What is in Jones. John
0: Jones gonna do? We got a lot of time. Oh man, we should make like a game of it where we think of like crazy, crazy things that John Jones but could do to not go to that fight. Like
1: Not just him, it's something involving Alexander a, Gus dirt bike or I didn't want to tell him that side of the the, the <sighs> MMA game yet. The fact that these guys are supposed to fight on December, I think it's 29th or 30th. They're John going to fight at UFC 32.
0: Tears his Achilles, wakeboarding in a frozen Lake Ontario.
1: But that's if they make it here. I don't want to tell them all the asterisks next. Like, yeah, by the way, 25 of the main events and co-main events have been changed so far this year. And Gustafson, does he have issues with weight or something? No. Well, Gustafson's good. Mm-hmm. He's good. They both should be good. They both don't no, have I'll, a history.
0: That makes me less confident about Gustafsson. Gustafsson's good. He's never missed weight or anything like that? Like, he's no. good?
1: Okay. No, no, no. Okay, he's okay, very okay. professional. Okay, good, okay. good, good, good. Gustafsson's go. a very good fighter. Um, Sweet, bro. Sweet. No, but he's interested in that fight. <laughs> no, I don't want to no, tell don't. him all the asterisks that, like, you know, by the way, they're supposed to fight, but bar injury, weight mishap, USADA, um, hitting a... Car with a pregnant woman aside and breaking her arm and fleeing the scene. I mean, bar any of that, they should be fighting. I don't want to tell them about the injuries and the heartbreak of big fights you're looking forward to getting pulled at the last minute yet. Because that'll deter him away. All right. I'm, I'm trying to break his cherry and get them into just understanding the fights. So then the weigh ins happen right after that. And he's watching these guys and women come out and they're squaring off and he's like wow these guys are fighting he's talking about how like a lot of them are just in really good shape Mm. he's like that looks like a crazy person right there and I'm gonna watch him fight tomorrow I'm like yes sir you are and he's like okay this is gonna be cool so he got hyped up from that, just watching the square offs. That's awesome. Someone more intense than <laughs> when others. When you get but... uh,
0: when you when a when a new fan can develop a frame of reference for some mm-hmm. of these fighters, I mean that's why they want to have the pro wrestling style drama and trash talking, so that people have. So there's a storyline. So mm-hmm. there's personality to it. And when that's you know, it's all about when you get that frame of reference. So it's cool yeah I could see how that would
1: really and in the show the uFC puts on because I was watching his face just like mine because I'm sitting there, like just they have a great flow mm. to what they do every fight happens half hour on the dot um you know you go through the fights it started one fight got cancelled right before the event Brian Kellerher had an illness and had to fall off the card, so the fight card got pushed back a half hour, but once we sat down once that first fight started at six thirty. Like, it just had a great flow to it. Um, I love how they do their entrances. Mm. I mean, when you're there live, you see every entrance. They get their music that they want to play. They get that spotlight. All of them walk out the same. Only the main event gets a little razzle-dazzle, just with the lighting. Nothing that spectacular. It's just Mm -hmm. the lighting that they do. Um, They walk down to the arena. You see them, like, get in. Then Bruce Buffer starts calling it out, and you just get really excited. And then when, when the fight actually starts, it's like all the lights turn off in the crowd. But there's just a big spotlight, and the only thing you really see is the octagon, hmm. and the way the lighting is on the octagon, and everything else is dark. It's just it, it's awesome. They got it nailed to the perfect science on how to promote an MMA event nice. live because nice. it was so fun. And my brother was so stoked before every fight. He loved a lot of the fights. New York, you know, UFC two thirty definitely delivered as far as entertainment value, and it was a fantastic time and and worth every penny that was spent on the ticket. So. Not the beer that was $14 a piece, but everything else about it. whoa. And, uh, by the way, MMA events are weird. I'm not the typical MMA fan. Yeah. I realize that being there. Like, I'm not it. Like, I'm definitely more of the, I'm more of the nerdy type that's in the media room. Mm -hmm. Or the nerdy type or whatever. Like, I genuinely love this sport and love following it. and I love following the stories, fighters, fights, everything. What are the
0: people like that are there
1: then? A lot of people I saw there they were belligerent mm. um drunk um not everybody there was a lot of others I saw like me mm. but there was just a big group of it like it, was, it just seemed like every row had that group where it was like college frat house like drunk people and not only like young like college age but they were like in their mid 30s and they were highly intoxicated um, wearing tight Affliction t-shirts and with a lot of gel in their hair, just your typical douchebag.
0: How old do you think they were?
1: 30. Okay,
0: so those Affliction shirts are probably kind of old.
1: They're very old. Because that's, that's the typical... they, don't,
0: they don't make those anymore, right? That
1: was the typical <laughs> MMA douchebag. They don't make those anymore, right? But you just, I don't know, just like even the group right next to us, they were making me nervous because they were just so drunk. Mm. I wonder I if that's a like a New York sport, thing, but... maybe. No, it's everywhere. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm trying to think of what kind of people are going to be going to these fights. Like, how many people are going to be going to them that aren't, like... I mean, I guess those people are still diehard fans, but they're not going to be following the stats like you are, I guess. That's how they're not nerdy. They're well, it's just... the only
1: other thing... That's the only thing, if I had to complain about it, and this is only me personally, because the live event is awesome. Hmm. I know Gabrielle and Mikey said they want to go to at least one big fight a year. Or at least one fight a year. Hmm. Um, They want to start making it, like, a routine and a ritual, and I'm like, that's an awesome ritual. I'm looking <laughs> at the fight night in January, that's coming to Brooklyn. I can drive easily to that. I think oh, I'm going to go there. there I think go. I'm going to go there. Nice. Um,
0: Get back to New York. Check out the high-rise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do something probably cheaper this time. I wouldn't have to worry about doing all the stuff. Because when yeah. you buy those tickets, and you have all the other you stuff Central you Central can can do. You went to Central Park? I've been-, been to Central Park. I didn't go this time. Seen Strawberry
0: Fields. I remember my one of my one of the times I went to Central went to New York. I went there a couple of times through work with a bunch of work people and one time I got us to set it was funny, like for whatever reason we decided like everybody else was like, We're going to the we're going to the nine eleven memorial. We, we talked you know, check this out, we talked about those it, mm-hmm. around the world. And uh I was like for whatever reason I was like I mean that sounds good and all, but I just want to like walk around New York. Like it's yeah. gonna be half the day and like I'm only here for the day and that's I mean no disrespect, but mm-hmm. it just opened and like that's going to be your whole day. Like I don't want to, I don't mm. want to do that right now. I don't know. Maybe it's me like avoiding like weird, weird stuff and death or something. I don't know. But um, I don't know. I don't. Even, I honestly, don't but remember, don't remember where I was going to go with that.
1: For me, I prefer watching at home, and it's the same reason why. And and trust me, don't take my word for this on completely. I do think one card a year would be great. Mm. But the only reason I prefer being home than there live is because I'm like when I used to watch the NFL. Mm. Um I like seeing all the ticky-tacky details.
0: Yeah, the, the, I've been to two preseason games and two real games and the two real games, you know, all of well, preseason game because it doesn't really matter watching it versus being there Then you just think about the money that you spent and the time. But the real games like
1: yeah, you don't you don't see everything you can't get as as good a, as good a coverage. So well, here's the other thing: um, being there live, there's no commentary.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I personally enjoy commentary. Right. You and like to the be UFC's able to. Commentary with Joe Rogan. It was Paul Felder and it was um, John Anik that night. I personally love the commentary of the UFC brand. I even like the commentary of the Bellator brand. Mm. I I I don't care if it's subpar commentary i like commentary it's part of the show when i watch it on tv i'm a stats guy i like seeing the stats pop up at it the seems bottom. like if joe
0: rogan's name is involved with whoever he's with and if there if there's poor commentary i think at that point you'd have to blame the fighters for the fight because they i mean they're not messing around yeah that. if there's yeah. anything to be said well, Joe no, Rogan. live, the fight told the
1: story it. itself like yeah. it was good yeah but you kind of miss it like I, that's just me personally
0: yeah, cuz you you can't see every millimeter necessarily even if you're in the prime seats. And I like seeing it all. I yeah. like
1: seeing you can't see the short elbows. I mean, of course you can look up at the Titan Tron and you'll see it like afterwards, yeah, but that's the, but that still not the, the same.
0: purpose of being there live and mm-hmm. seeing it.
1: That's so, That's interesting. But that's just me. Because like I said, my brother and 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 Gabby, they loved it live. Like they were just like, wow, I'd like to even better. Well, I
0: mean, there is something about being in that communal mm-hmm. setting with all of the fellow fans, and it, you are just like, well, I it mean, can be a that's, fun crowd. That's at the times cool thing. That is the cool thing about going to the football game, is because like you are the one bearing witness to this event, this measure of the prime members of the species in the most elite form of physical competition. And with MMA and possibly with football, I don't know what you know. They both are like just this incredible po- problem-solving puzzle combined with the you know having to be the m- most physical specimen of the species. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's it is cool being there, and then bearing, and, and, then, about and then bearing witness to it with all of the other mm-hmm. people who are. If you're there in person, it's like church. It's like this is your—you are the most devout people that want to see it. Whether you're a a d bag with gel in your hair and an outdated Ed Hardy shirt, or you know the the youths who who know the numbers and really have that love and don't need to project the
1: image and aren't there to like. Yeah, there was a lot of just bleed fans. Like, there's a lot of very intelligent fight fans. Mm -hmm who like it for the, you know, who wants it. I can tell they just want to see the best fight the best. Mm. But then there's other people, like the other 50% that was there, I felt, mm. were just that, like, just bleed, I want to see rock'em, sock'em robots okay. type of thing. And they were all belligerent. Do drunk. you
0: feel like that's how half of the crowd is at all events? or
1: Yeah, yeah. for the most part, especially in America. I always right. say it. This is the thing. I mean, I guess that's
0: good for sales and everything, and I guess good in for America,
1: them. But when I see, like, when I see the international events, man.
0: I mean, those are people where their money would be going towards going to a boxing match because they just want to go somewhere and they want that atmosphere. Mm. They want champagne and and cigars. Cigars. That's what they
1: want. I'm telling you, it's like... Oh, you got to see an international card to really understand what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. The crowd, mm-hmm. like I just feel like that's the crowd I want to be in. Mm-hmm. I like it when they engage. You don't see like even if they are drinking, mm-hmm. I just feel like they can handle it better than us. Or yeah. us around here, we just I'm don't surprised. don't like. I don't know. Like we just drink too irresponsibly or something. Yeah. And I, I don't know that we are sloppy people. Are so pretty sure it's it. one of the amendments. They're so into it. And I love their chants and stuff like that, but I mean, we there was some pretty good chants going that night. Um, but the fights were really good. The one thing I can say, unless you <coughs> unless you were one of the fighters that lost, family member, everybody left Madison Square Garden happy,
0: nice,
1: very happy. I didn't see anybody that wasn't entertained that said this was a ripoff or whatever. Because MMA is built on it's just built so differently, especially UFC. We had great fights to start the night. We had great fights in the middle of the night. And we had fantastic fights at the end of the night. It's crazy like the blend. Like You don't just go for one fight. So I thought the main event was a little... It is what it is. I mean, it wasn't a terrible fight. Derrick Lewis threw a couple big shots. But it was exactly what I saw in my mind, maybe. It just... To me, it kind of looked easy for DC to win that fight on Saturday night. It was almost like too predictable. And... Um, I didn't care much for that, but every other fight was so perfect, every single one of them. I mean, the co-main event was fight of the night. Chris Wyman, Jacare Souza, put everything out there in the co-main event, and it was so fun to watch live. And then that shocking knockout out of nowhere—I saw it in real time. I wasn't looking up at the Titantron. I saw him hit him with that shot, and I saw Wyman go down. And I just—I jumped up. I got beer all over myself. <laughs> it was—it was a fantastic moment. Nice. And then I think I saw the next big star of MMA. Oh, yeah? Yes. What do we got? What do we got? Israel Adesanya. I know you've heard me drop this name a lot. Yes. I'm familiar with that name. When I said Brad Tavares, when, when the media shot and everybody said, oh, Israel Adesanya shouldn't be fighting Brad Tavares yet, that's way too tough of a challenge. And I questioned everybody and I said, no, Brad Tavares shouldn't be fighting Israel Adesanya. He's too good. Nice. And now yes, that he got matched up with Derek Brunson, who was a top 10 guy. Ooh. And he didn't just beat Derek Brunson. I mean, that looked easy. Hmm. I mean, too easy. And that was Derek freaking Brunson. Nice. I, Israel Adesanya will be the middleweight champion. Remember, I said that. He nice. will be the middleweight champion. And he will be not only the middleweight champion. But he's going to be one of MMA's future stars if he keeps going the way he is. So middleweight is 155? <coughs> uh, no, it's 185. Oh, uh, okay. I think he's a superstar of this sport. And the UFC really took notice in New York City. I've been listening to all of Dana White's interviews. And, and Israel Adesan even said the way UFC's been talking to him. Like, they're giving that kid whatever he wants. Whatever he wants. He I, said, guess Can Habib- I, get a I guess Habib
0: is the 155 champion right yes. now?
1: Okay. Israel Adesanya asked Dana White, "Can I get a bump as in a bump of pay?" And Dana was like, "Absolutely done."
0: Is Tyron Woodley 170?
1: Yes. Okay. It's like whatever, whatever he needs, and you should you should cater to him because he's gonna be, he's gonna be big, he's big time. I, I just see it. He has the marketability. He's now 15 and 0 in mixed martial arts. He had an extensive kickboxing background. Uh, he has the true belief that like the best fighting fighter in the world is a mixed martial artist. His interview he did with Luke Thomas today was absolutely fantastic. Nice. When he said, I didn't want to be the best boxer. I do not want to be just the big best kickboxer. I don't want to be just the best wrestler. I want to be known as the best fighter. And the only place you can do that is in mixed martial arts. He's like, I'm so ready. I've been calling my shots. I've been picking my shots. There's a reason why I didn't even accept the... He turned down two UFC contracts before because he was just such a, a, a stud and like, 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 like a diamond nice. in the dirt, so to speak. But he said, I didn't feel ready. I was nice. too young in my career. So he, it was when he was like 11-0, because he's, he's debuted this year in February. He debuted with the UFC. He's had four fights in 2018. Wow. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, started, uh, who did he fight for? I can't even remember who he fought first, but he knocked him out, and then fought that, that, that Italian guy. He just got popped from USADA, hmm. but I can't remember his nice. name. Nice, so he right
0: popped now. the guy who was cheating. Or he beat a guy who was cheating.
1: Well, that's with USADA, he's he's not proven guilty yet. I just can't say okay. nothing until okay. it, it all comes out. But then he beat him and then went out there and put away... I mean, obviously put on a master class against Brad Tavares in a five-round classic on the Ultimate Fighter finale and then fought top 10 fighter Derek Brunson and put on his best performance yet. I mean, he made Derek Brunson look like he didn't even belong there. Nice. I mean, this kid in one year, in one year... He's now the number six ranked guy. I mean, mm. that's 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 legendary stuff. He's already putting, uh, breaking records. He's already, th- I mean, this kid is phenomenal.
0: Well, who's the champ in that division? GSP vacated the belt, Robert right? Robert
1: Whitaker. That's right. I mean, okay. Whitaker okay. is I was oh. racking
0: my brain. I was Him trying to Whitaker. think.
1: Oh, I feel like Israel Adesanya punched himself, punched his way into a number one contender. You don't think he has to fight anybody not. else? No, before? I don't think he has to. I think you could put him in the number one contendership tomorrow. But they have Gaslam and Whitaker in February.
0: Has Whitaker fought since GSP bit, beat Big Bang?
1: No. So he has the belt by default right now. No, he has the ball. He, he 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 won the belt. He is the champion. Who did he beat? He beat Yo Romero.
0: And then Bisbing beat for Romero. the interim title. And then Bisbing beat Romero. And then GSP beat Bisbing,
1: right? No, okay. he beat Yo Romero for the interim title. GSP fought Bisbing. GSP beat Bisbing. Right. Robert Whitaker still had the interim title, but GSP relinquished the title he got from Bisbing. So Robert. Well, Whitaker, didn't
0: Bisbing get it from who? Did Bisbing beat to get it?
1: He beat Luke Rockhold.
0: Ah, oh. remember they created interim yeah, title because yeah, Bisbee yeah, wasn't fighting for yeah, yeah. was okay, a long time. Okay, okay.
1: GSP one relinquished it. Robert Whitaker became the real champ. fought Yo Romero again.
0: And wasn't Luke Rockhold the person who got hurt and you were supposed to see him at Madison Square Garden?
1: Yes, well, you forgot about that because who was Jacare, sp- and he was
0: supposed to fight.
1: He was supposed to fight Weidman. That's right. That's who Jacare ended up fighting. Okay, so. Jacare and Weidman was such a great replacement fight for Rockhold Weidman. It didn't even bum me out, really. As soon as I heard it was Jacare versus Weidman, I was like, that's a fantastic fight. Sweet. And it was fight of the night. Sweet. That was a fantastic... And they both were training for that card already. Jacare was on the undercard. He was on that card. He was supposed to fight David Branch. Imagine that. Jacare Souza took the last minute opportunity from second fight of the night on main card. To jump into the co-main event spot, Luke Rockhold fell out to fight Chris Weidman, who was the favorite. Jacare Souza went into the co-main event and knocked out Chris Weidman in the third round. Nice. I mean, it's all about opportunities in this sport, right? Nice. Carpe the diem. David Branch was supposed to fight Jacare Souza. Since Jacare Souza moved up to the co-main event, David Branch was left without a dance partner. Jared Cannonier took the phone call. Jerry near started in Let me tell you about a great story. It sounds like I you're talking about guard. Patriots players. Like I'm losing it. Like David, wasn't he a running back? Made his debut in the UFC at heavyweight. Okay. Okay. Fought like two or three fights at heavyweight, obviously undersized. Moved down to light heavyweight. Fought two or three fights there, and he was oh, still a little undersized. Glover to share. What is heavyweight? Is heavyweight
0: two twenty five? Two thirty five? No, heavyweight is 225
1: to 265. Okay. Like, heavyweight is 220. Jared Kananier now took this fight on short notice and made his debut at middleweight. This guy, his body transformation is nothing short of amazing. He's a guy that I don't know really took the sport so serious at first, or maybe he just wasn't in that shape yet, and started a heavyweight and has worked his way down the middleweight and looked like a... I swear to God, if I could pull up the picture and show you right now, he looks like a different human being, but chiseled, in shape, nice. like a guy that really he got in the UFC, and he does not want to lose his spot. Like, he's taking the sport very seriously. <coughs> or maybe he made the money so he could finally train full time. That
0: MF is granite, like yes. a
1: thinker, and he wants to stay that way. stepped up on short notice, made not only made middleweight, but went in there and knocked out David Branch. What
0: we'll be not granite? A top stone. 10
1: middleweight. He is stoned. Jared Cannonier was the breakout performer. Other than Israel, it's a good Zion, name. I want the jersey with that on my back. He was the breakout performer at UFC 230. Nice. That is such a big statement. That guy's raw power just looks scary. That is a scary... Middleweight is getting so good.
0: I mean, that's got to be nice to be able to bear witness to these fighters live, experiencing it, having the education, the backlog, and you really can appreciate it possibly as much or more than anybody. They're not named Joe Rogan.
1: Yeah. Well, Paul Felder, John Anik, I I do think the guys that work yeah, I see. Well the passion, of course, man. of
0: course they are, but I you know, see know what I'm passion.
1: saying. I just see it. I was like, man, I wish I was in your sport. I mean, too. you pretty
0: much seem to enjoy every card cuz you enjoy every aspect of it and you appreciate the the promise. It's like I when I sport. was at my height of being an NFL fan, I was I was pumped to watch preseason games cuz I wanted to see the potential in these guys who might be on the team. Like I wanted to really know everything that we had going on and I wanted to see I didn't It's funny cuz One time I I was at one of the, I was at, it wasn't even a preseason game. It was like a scrimmage, like a fan thing. I went, I took my kid to the stadium and I was watching them field punt returns. And the, and the punt returner caught the ball at the one yard line. It was like a practice. Like there was stuff going on everywhere. It wasn't even like a game. You know, it wasn't even, they weren't pretending to be a game. They were all doing different stuff with their parts of the field. And I clapped because, like, yeah, I got to deal with the one. And a bunch of other people were clapping too. I'm like, all right, nobody else is going to be clapping for a punt return. And then, like, Ray Rice walked on the field. And I was like, I I wasn't clapping for Ray Rice. I just want everybody to know. uh, uh, I do not even know he was there. I was clapping at the punt return. I swear. I swear. I swear. (laughs) so I feel you. I feel you
1: when you appreciate that nuance. That, like, the the things that people don't pay attention to. The only thing that's weird is this appreciation I have for the sport has been since 2004.
0: Yeah, it's wild, bro. It hasn't
1: stopped, like, at all. I feel like it's just getting better. And I think the craziness of it sometimes, I learn, you got to step back and just appreciate the craziness of this sport because it's like that drama you want in your life. It's that right type of drama you want to see unfold. Like, I don't know, there's something great about it and just raw it just still feels so raw even even though it's hitting the media it's hit every it broke every barrier it's need to be broken anybody that tries to tell me now that it's not a serious sport and it's not here to stay i laugh at them connor mcgregor versus Khabib is in the top 5 of most sold pay-per-view most sold pay views ever now top didn't five. didn't
0: we talk about this last week where yeah. connor is in 4 or 5 La
1: hoya five? mayweather numbers that's what it did that's big huge just fantastic
0: Oh no i guess he was top four or five ufc but yeah who
1: connor top four or five ufc what pay-per-view he has them all he i thought all i thought
0: i thought you well i'm saying as far as top five ufc pay-per-view sold didn't you say ufc 100 is in that top five
1: I'd have to look it up. It's around there. Yeah. I thought you said it, it was. It could be. If there's one all that's of, stuck in there, all down. of the
0: other four were Connor. Yeah. So how many of the top five all-time pay-per-views is he in? One, two,
1: three. Maymac at number from. I don't know if it's number one or number two. Okay. I'm hearing conflicting reports. That it's number two to Maymac, but I don't believe that. I genuinely think Maymac is the biggest fight that ever happened in combat sports history, as far as. Draw and and did Maymac only lines. happen
0: once or did they do that twice?
1: They did it once. Okay, that's, that's and I think that's number two. That's all we need. Please, don't but I still it. think worldwide, I really believe Maymac was bigger. And in an age where piracy and everything else that could go wrong, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was it was bigger. I just still. think... How
0: much did it penetrate the human soul? That's I know what I. Those felt. are the metrics that we're after here.
1: I know what I felt on Fight Night, and we I just are know true. that on Fight Night, Maymac was the biggest fight ever. I just know it's just the way it felt. Yeah. It ended up being a, a kind of a circus. It's Marvel vs. DC,
0: it's Predator versus Alien, plus Superman versus Spider Man.
1: But it was the biggest. It really was. It was the biggest. And, and Freddy vs. Jason. Whatever you want to say, one and two, that's them too. Hmm. Mayweather is in it, and it's them too. It's um, beaten fights like Mike Tyson fights. Um, but yeah, it's up there, man. Most sold of all time. Yeah, it's up there. I mean, two point four million buys—that's a lot of pay-per-view mm-hmm. units. And nobody thought I was going to do that. And I was like, "Yeah, well."
0: <sighs> well, I mean, we talked. We brought his name up. What about Floyd Mayweather? Isn't he got? Do we talk about him? I don't think we talked about. Side? it. We didn't talk about him once the mics went hot. I, mean, I don't literally believe. out
1: of nowhere. This dropped out it's of nowhere, weird, man. It's weird. Well, you this, know what this really it depends s- on what you want to listen to.
0: Well, at first, it sounded like. Floyd Mayweather was gonna participate in a kickboxing match and I was like, ah! like he
1: still that, might. we don't know yet. That that we don't know yet.
0: That seems hard to believe. Hard to believe. And like you said, off air, if Floyd Mayweather really does participate in a kickboxing ma kickboxing match, like hats off. Like you yeah, are absolutely. putting your money. I'll buy it. I'll you're buy it. you're putting the money. Where the mm-hmm. mouth is,
1: yeah, I'll buy it. I would if it was a full kickboxing match. I'll tell you right now, I will buy that payment. Yeah, plate.
0: it says that he's willing to take I'm that interested.
1: risk. And ten shin is nothing that you don't have to watch. That guy is amazing. Mm-hmm. I have shouted him out a couple mm-hmm. times on. Um, Alright, so so I don't know if it was with me and you, but it was with Sean. So the
0: details. So what what is what are, what are what are the what are the people what should the people know? The, um, Floyd Mayweather signed with Ryzen to do. Some kind of a fight. All with. I know about it right
1: now. The only details so I can and Ten, give. And
0: what's tension? Or, or what? What is Well, what's rising?
1: Rising is an organization, organization out of Japan. Okay, it's an MMA
0: organization. Mm.
1: Or, MMA and kickboxing. So they have
0: they have an MMA branch and a kickboxing bat, branch. Like, does Bellator still do both? Bellator has
1: Bellator kickboxing mm. and Bellator. Okay, Rising. Does it all together. Same with 1FC. A lot of people don't realize 1FC.
0: What? You mean they do it all together? So a kickboxer same can show. fight an MMA... Oh. oh, so same card, but they have kickboxers. You can have
1: kickboxing matches and then an MMA Okay, fight. but they, they will match kickboxers up against kickboxers yes. and MMA guys. Okay, so they won't... Under the same they card.
0: But they won't mix those two. They will,
1: Okay, I got No, you. They can if they wanted but to. But they haven't. They just did in Ryzen. Uh, they did. Kyoji Horiguchi fought that guy Tension in a pure kickboxing match.
0: Okay, but they decide what it is going to be. So the exactly. rules, so exactly. the rules are going to be different. So even if it's on MMA. the same card, the rules will be different if it's a kickboxing match versus an MMA match.
1: Yeah, yeah, they'll do they alternate. One FC does the awesome. same thing. That's what Mighty Mouse That's is going awesome. over to One FC for because Mighty Mouse not only can do MMA, but he even said he's shown interest. He's like, you know what? Maybe I want to do a Muay Thai fight or a kickboxing fight, and I can do that under the One FC banner because some of these fighters don't feel like they're they're um, how do I say it? Like, in the UFC, That's their style of promoting, they feel like they're not active enough sometimes. Well,
0: it's, it, maybe they're not active enough, or maybe it's just because there's, well, there's a glut, and there's so many good fighters, and they all sort of, like, cancel each other out as far as who gets the hype, and mm-hmm. there's, almost every week, there's a new card coming up, so they need to focus on that card for that week, so they can't promote too much in well, advance. no, it's
1: just that, that when you're a top guy, like Demetrius Johnson, he had the title he couldn't fight that often because he had to be paired up with whoever the number one contender is, or right. they're trying to make certain matchups, and this is the fight right now. Like, we might not ever get this fight again. Why are we going to blow it with this fight? It's, it's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. It's the way yeah. they promote. Where want 1FC, it, it doesn't matter. Hmm. They don't have many names. So, getting DJ on a card as many times as possible will benefit them. And for DJ, if he wants to stay more active, it's going to benefit him also. He'll be able to kickbox. It one really month.
0: is perfect. Like he really did like him. It was and,
1: perfect trade. Him and
0: UFC both like used e and I don't I don't even want you I I the word used I don't even want to sound like negative, but they both benefited from each other as much as they could have, and they were done. Like they're done. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was good. It's it's awesome. It's awesome. It's it beautiful.
1: Is. It is. We'll see what happens. Um but yeah, MMA is just in a weird. I mean, I'm seeing just big talent go everywhere now. Ryzen has Floyd Mayweather, and there's going to be people interested in that. You got Demetrius Johnson, Eddie Alvarez, and possibly Sage Northcutt at One FC. I saw Sage Northcutt on some paper to be like at a. Free oh, they they signing.
0: did sign Eddie Alvarez, didn't? They? Yes, we talked about that last yeah. week. that's right. And
1: had Bellator. Sage the-
0: Northcutt. What is he a free agent now? Yeah. And I saw him on I mean, something He for might 1 go FC. with 1FC. Huh? I, I think he he's might. He's just out there floating in the ether trying to shop himself around and see what's what?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who did he fight last?
1: I don't remember, but he was, he was he's on a good roll right now. Sage yeah, Northcutt is in a good He spot. seems
0: like he's one of those fighters who. But is he's a
1: guy, I don't think he would benefit on from an one. upward trajectory, why not? I just, I think he's a North American star. Yes. I think Sage Northcutt would benefit actually the most from UFC unless he's, I mean, maybe even Bellator. 'Cause he's a legit draw. And I don't know if we've seen the best of Stage Northcutt yet. Everybody forgets he's just so young. Yeah. But the man's gotta do what he's gotta do. Mm. Um I'm not gonna deny I guess any. were
0: they trying to maybe push him a bit and he like lost like two out of three or something?
1: He just he's had a few losses, but he's just young. Yeah. We've seen him. I've seen him get better right before my very eyes. Especially since he went to Team Alpha Male. There's nothing saying he still can't be a future world champion.
0: Who else is in Team Alpha Male? That's a very familiar. That's
1: Uriah Favor's team. Okay. That's uh, because it was Cody Garbrandt. Okay. You used, uh, used to be TJ Dillashaw. Oh, okay. Okay. For some
0: reason, Sage Northcutt makes me think of Cody Garbrandt, and it's funny. Nah, that all Sage together.
1: Northcutt is a guy I think every organization should be going after. Yeah that's a guy you should be trying to get to fight for your organization because hmm. he is a proven draw he has been on fight night cards is he diligent yes okay he has been on fight it's just I thought I'd heard and, maybe that he wasn't he's like Paige van Zant of the men's <coughs> of the men really that's what he is he's in the in the one or
0: two circle in hunger games he's one of the t- he's just he's <laughs> such he, he was he was raised in the- <laughs> in the bunker like a, to be perfect. You know what he
1: looks like? A boy band member on steroids. Yeah, I mean he just he has something about him that people are mm-hmm. interested in. Uh, he's a he's a draw. It's a great move for any, it. Doesn't matter who gets him, but he was a guy I thought UFC should have went kind of all out for. Like, don't let anybody outbid you for him. Keep mm-hmm. that guy. Yeah, he, he's he's well. Perfect. I,
0: it's funny because I think I I pretty I thought they were trying to like build him up at one point, really
1: prop him up. But some of these other organizations right now, they have money to throw around. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's not a monopoly.
0: No, I mean, anymore. it's interesting. It's interesting the competition. Again, check last week, we dive into this quite a
1: bit. It's just, it's weird, but I mean, it's interesting. And, and the thing is, that it also shows you how many great fighters there are nowadays and how many fighters can add value to your organization. MMA is a hot business, it is, it's a big business. I think it's a great sport. I, I still, like I said, maybe I'm still reeling off of just being there two days ago. Mm-hmm. It's making me show my passion for the sport again and things like But I, it's never left. I mean, have you ever seen me not talk about MMA? I defended against the masses. Somebody would be saying something stupid about it. I'm just like, you were just so wrong. You were just so wrong. I don't know. I just, I just think if more people gave it a shot, they would like it more. And I... That right this weekend by turning my little brother into a cage fight. I mean family. that's
0: why I call it the purest best sport you can follow. Uh, I definitely think that that's for that's now. true.
1: I hate to say that I want to put in. I mean it seems like it
0: might not be as pure as it was maybe, but I mean it's still it's still head and shoulders above pretty much everything else and just entertaining. And maybe it's because it is just one person against one person. So there's once once the buildings. The officiating doesn't get in the way. Sometimes the matchups might be a little mucky. But once you actually get down to the fight, it's very rare where the winner is not declared the winner. So Mm -hmm. at least there's that.
1: Uh, yeah, cause especially because a lot of fights. You finish. gotta
0: love that, man. You gotta love that, especially if you're a team sports fan, especially mm-hmm. a football fan. So well, many flags, so I many had. flags, so many flags on everything. So much that's so subjective. You don't got to worry about that crap. With I can't this. remember
1: exactly what game it was or when. And you, it's still, remember... it's still, it's still
0: a chess match. You get to still, you still get to see two master uh, thinkers, strategists, performers going at each other, athletes, gladiators. You know well, We're spectators of the Coliseum. Thing. You
1: know what the other thing for me is? It might be a mental thing. There's not many fighters that I get so invested in, and I'm invested in a lot of fighters, mm-hmm. and it's mostly just to watch them compete and see their style against this other style. That's what makes it great. Is like There's so many fights that I watch that I'm like, I love both fighters, and I want to see them fight each other because I want to see how their skills match up against each other. And MMA... There's not. There's never been a time because I don't know any fighters. I don't. I I do not personally know any professional fighter that fights right now. There's just not one that I'm personally invested in. I
0: once knew someone who was a pro wrestler, sort of. Well, he was in like a lower. But that's different. He was in like a lower grade. But yeah, I've never. Yeah, I've never known any. That's different. MMA.
1: So when I watch all these main events, M-
0: M- artists,
1: all I want to see is the best person win. Mm. That's it. I don't care what style it is. It might make me mad for a couple minutes because they're using this boring wrestling style, but when it's all over and said and done, I'm always just like, hey, that person won. It yep. doesn't matter. Yep. And that's what I like. Um, I've had games, especially in, in in football, where I left the game afterwards. It was like a playoff game. I can't remember the exact situation, but I thought the call was so bogus. And I watched that play like twelve times in a row. I kept rewinding it and watching it. all me and all my friends did, and we lost the game because of that call mm. where it just left this sour taste in my football game, right yeah, it yeah, left it's... such a sour taste taste is because it carried on for a whole off because that was it, mm. like that was the end. Mm-hmm. and it carried on for so long, I was just like, I hate the fact that I gotta rely... Oh, wait, how long ago was this? This was years ago. Okay. It was
0: years ago. I was wondering ago. if we could zero on the play. If it was in the last, like, eight years, I might I might actually...
1: It wasn't just that one. There's been a few of them. Was it I'm the Cundiff
0: kick? With... The Cundiff whiff?
1: The Cundiff whiff was bad. That was bad, bro. That was bad. That was bad. It, it was a bunch of things, and I'm just like, I can't... Like, when you... The The Cundiff! Because call that yeah those sports, you get behind the team, yeah, like I remember we're a sad sea
0: of purple straying when out of get a get
1: behind a team
0: giant pavilion that I watched and the that highest, game the and, highs ugh. you
1: have in those sports terrible, you also feel the lowest of lows, but when you feel the lowest of lows, it's just not that fun, it's mm-hmm. just not mm-hmm. it's not fun at all, especially if you're like me who just get, for some reason, I get invested mm fighting I'm
0: not invested in the team anymore. I still like to see them win, but I don't care. Like I predicted that the Ravens would lose to the Steelers exactly how they did this week. I knew our team is kinda of banged up. I know how we've been performing and I figured the Steelers would pretty much own this game the entire time, even though it's in Baltimore and MT Bank Stadium. is supposed to be such a great home field advantage. But if the team is beat, the team is beat. And, you know, we got problems with the line, I think. I don't even know. I'm not even paying that close attention, but I knew it would be one of those games where the Steelers would go up Probably like 15 points around halftime, and we would fight tooth and claw and keep it competitive and lose by a touchdown. This is what I predicted this game would be, and I don't know if we ever even went down two touchdowns, because I didn't pay attention to it while it was going on, and neither did you, right? Congratulations! Like, we've evolved. Like, we don't, I don't the care! Week before, I mean, I care, but I don't care that
1: much! The week before, I didn't even know the game was on. <sighs> you know what it is? I was following my it, little brother. I was
0: following both games a li- on and off while they were happening, because I was curious and I was invested. But I didn't have the emotional investment in it like I once did. I just knew I was able to observe objectively what was going to happen. These guys aren't putting together a complete enough team and doing what they need to do. The message is wrong. The general manager is in his lame duck year. I don't know what it is. They got two quarterbacks on the field for maybe some trick plays. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious. Like I kind of want to watch some of those and see what they're doing. But you know, I'm glad I don't. I'm glad I'm not worried about it. Like. I wasn't into it last F week him. either,
1: though. F'em. Me neither. I didn't even know it was on. And this week, goodness, well, I, was, t- was, t- I one... was
0: getting on a plane shortly after that game started. And it was over, I think, by the time I landed. Or it was almost over the time I landed last week. And, yeah, the Panthers, like, I'm glad I didn't watch that either. And, like, I like the Panthers. And if they are going to beat a team who is not truly sound, so be it. So be
1: it. We're beat. I don't know. I We're just... beat. I don't know why I'm just bored when I watch football games now. I don't know. Not my thing. It's just not my thing anymore. I think as I've gotten older, yeah. I think another thing is it's time management. Yeah, we're busy. We're busy. I used to
0: schedule my time around football games. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I I like working while the football game is on, and I'm able to make my money and watch some football, whether it's my team or not. Usually, I go in after our team plays. Um, it's perfect, and I don't watch us. I'll listen to it on the radio on my way to work, uh, and I'll I'll f- listen to analysis the day after, and I'll listen to analysis on the entire league the day after. Uh, I, I it, it's it, it's interesting. I don't need to watch any of it to happen live really but I'm still interested I still mm-hmm. like to know what's going on and it's part of it it's because it's like an extension it's like this stuff it, it it is emblematic of a lot of things in our lives and it also gives us all like a, a, a common like language to talk about mm-hmm. and that kind of thing and I mean every you know part of it is an escape watching the sports but part of it also is like the complete opposite of that because there's still like politics and humanity and everything in it and that's that's part of why we love it. And, you know, it's also part of why we, like, hate it a little bit, maybe. Because there are things about UFC and MMA that we hate because of that kind of stuff. The mm-hmm. the stuff that puts a chink in the armor of it being the purest business sport you can follow.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it so much. Like, no, I can't explain it because I, I hate seeing my team lose, but at the same time, like... During the fights, there's just some rawness to it. Where like, I just don't—I've never been that invested in the one person. Uh, And I put money on it. At the end of the day, if it's a great fight, that's all I care about. I want to see the best fight, the best.
0: So you don't feel an emotional loss if a fighter that you like loses, because
1: you know why? Because you really do. Better man or you really
0: do just appreciate the competition. That's kind of how I am with football. That's why I I, maybe that is kind of why I'm like. We don't deserve if we don't deserve to win. I'm glad we don't win. I'm glad we didn't get lucky. Like mm-hmm. it really sucks that Justin Tucker missed his first Ever extra point Mm -hmm. that would have sent us into overtime against them, but the Saints are, it was windy, man. I was was driving past that stadium while that game was going on, and my car was being blown around, man. Mm. Like, they couldn't keep that football, like, it's not Justin Tucker's fault. He helped us win that Lombardi (laughs) trophy six years ago, man. Like, you do, nobody in this town gets to hate on Justin Tucker for us For you know, for us losing that game, for the
1: Ravens, for for that team, that wasn't for the win. It would have put us in overtime,
0: and like he has done enough. He gets a pass. He gets a pass on not putting us in overtime for that point after the touchdown.
1: Oh, it was right up the middle, and then
0: all of a sudden it just went. It's a windy day, man. It was a crazy windy day. There were some supernatural forces going on in in the in the in the in the air.
1: But yeah, now I get to say I did see um, last weekend I did get to see Daniel Cormier perform live, which was that's awesome.
0: Cool. One of the one of the real games that I went to, I got to see Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I got to see, uh, Aaron Rodgers, arguably the goat. I probably wouldn't say goat. I mean, I, objectively, I might even have to say like Tom Brady. Maybe if I'm really going to be honest with myself, and as Ravens fan, I hate Tom Brady, but he, he might be the goat. He really might be the goat. He's the standard. When when our team is not performing, I'm like, how come you're not throwing the ball like Tom Brady? Throw the ball like Tom Brady. Because well, sometimes you sometimes you throw the ball like Tom Brady. I'm watching. How Tom... many Super Bowl rings does he have?
1: He's got five, man. Five. He's got five rings, and he has so many championship victories. Like
0: he has five as when, rings.
1: Think about how many like the other accomplishments he has. Like how many times he's won that division? How many? Like times? almost <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Almost all of them. How many times he's been to the championship game. Think about how many championship I, I, games. They're the status
0: been to. quo. It's great. What's great about the Patriots is that they don't have to deal with Drafting like sexy, flashy wide receivers and quarterbacks because they have a good system. And Boone Belichick is like, leave me alone. Let me run this team. I got these guys on lockdown. I got Josh Gordon performing. Like, I got this. I got this. Stay out of my way. Tell the media to shut up. I will tell them what I want. When I go off about our special teams for five paragraphs they are enthralled because I never give them anything let me do what I want let me do my thing and I'm going to let you run a team and they're not like all these uh, you know all these teams that just can't they just can't they give up their picks they can't build a good offensive line so all the running backs and wide receivers in the world aren't going to do anything and you're going to break people like Sam Darnold because you're just not building a good team you've got multi-million dollar franchises and you're just pretending like they're Fisher Price toys like what are you guys doing out there what are you doing? There's only like, there's like eight good teams out of thirty-two. Like, what are you doing?
1: So, what about MMA? <laughs> anyway, I got to see Daniel Cormier That's perform. Awesome. Um, Israel Adesanya. I'm, t- I'm telling you, that kid's the next thing. I'll buy it. He's the next big thing. Um, but yeah, overall, just a fantastic experience. I can't wait to do it again hopefully in January. I'll find out what the ticket prices are. That's for the And that's for a uh, historical venue because it's going to be at the Barclays Center, but that's going to be the first ever ESPN Plus event.
0: Ooh.
1: So I feel like they're going to have a good card for that one. They're going to stack it. They're going to stack it into those fun fights where it's it's going to make you... Because they're trying to make you not buy a pay-per-view fight, but they're trying to make you buy a brand new subscription.
0: Who's a good New York native? I guess Eddie Alvarez, who is no longer with them. He right? was,
1: no, Eddie Alvarez was Philly.
0: Oh, okay, okay. He was
1: Philly. Rocky Marciano, Rocky Balboa. He was Philly. Not Rocky Marciano, I don't oh, think. That's he right, did. he was Philly.
0: Who are some good New York
1: natives? Good right. New York natives? Uh, Algermaine Sterling, Ali Akinta. Well, Ali Akinta's dancing. Chris Weidman, Oh, What is he on? Dancing with the Stars? No, no. He's, uh, he's got a matchup. That's what I mean. Oh, with him? he got a partner. He's fighting Kevin Lee. When? the end of this year. Okay. On the last ever Fox, Big Fox event. That's the main event. Alley at Kington versus Kevin Lee. The UFC's got a that lot of That sounds stuff like a up. great matchup, right? The UFC's got a lot of... That's a of really good fight, right? That should up. be a yeah. really good fight, right? The UFC's on a roll right now. They really are. They're on a roll. I felt like the Cormier-Lewis fight, I don't know what it was like home or if you were just like around, but I felt like it got a little bit of a buzz at the last minute where I don't think that pay-per-view did like completely terrible. Oh, There's well, this is a question
0: I asked you off the air. Do you think that uh, Derek Lewis would have gotten the matchup with Dana Cormier if he didn't say what he said after the last fight? They were making the hot T-shirts balls comment. They were making T-shirts about that the comment. The hot balls comment. Yeah, my balls are hot. My balls was hot.
1: It didn't hurt him because right the after
0: the fight, he took off his pants because it was so hot. Of course, he was the co-main event to Habib versus Connor, and so it who, didn't
1: hurt but i don't know if it was the sole reason there was an argument to be made like even off of just the skeptic
0: like, scene, the skeptic would say yes definitely
1: like but and
0: i'm the one who came up with the question but even before i asked you that question i had pretty much also decided well based on information that you gave me but like that that was the you know they didn't have anything else going on mm-hmm. you know that you can't make wideman rockhold the main event i guess it's not enough for the casuals to come it's to not msg Right, I mean, not enough. Legit. Not enough for MSG pay per view. It's good for the diehard. It's good for the diehard. Diehards will appreciate that, but you know, y- even y- though yeah. it was on short PPV. notice,
1: it was a legit heavyweight. Title my balls fight. was
0: hot versus the arguable goat.
1: Like that's that's. I mean, well, not it helps the goat, but even if it wasn't, my balls was hot. Um, Daniel Cormier is the heavyweight champion, hmm? so it was the heavyweight champion against well, the also, guy that was ranked number isn't two. Isn't he also
0: the light heavyweight champion right now?
1: Wait. Until December. That's gonna be for the light heavyweight title. Because John Jones, oh man, I don't even know how to explain this. I don't even know we have time to jump into this. But with John Jones' USADA case, hmm. like the way they dismissed it and said it wasn't any intentional wrongdoing, technically oh no. doesn't that mean John Jones should have got his title back? If he didn't do anything wrong and they're letting him off and he said he it was it was due to something else. It wasn't like steroids and all this other stuff. <sighs> if he was found not doing anything wrong, then technically he should get his title back, right? That's weird. It is weird. It's it's, it's, it's
0: like a, no, it's not wrong enough just so we can have you fight as soon as is convenient for us. That's probably what that means. No,
1: that you they ruled him. Usada ruled him that he didn't do anything wrong. That it wasn't intentional, and they say supposedly. What they found in his system was like taking a a salt, a grain of salt, and throwing it in a swimming pool. Like that's how little of what they found was in his system. Good lord, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but like, regardless, DC gets to live it up as the champ, champ. But one thing you can't take away from that's the light heavyweight title. Mm -hmm. DC is the heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah, he went up to heavyweight and knocked out the the longest reigning. Uh, Heavyweight champion ever, most title defenses, Stipe Miocic in the first round. Mm. And now defended it against the number two ranked heavyweight in the UFC. Well, he knocked him out in the
0: first round, huh? Mm. That's right. Knocked
1: Derek Lewis? No, he submitted Derek Lewis in the second. Wow. Derek Lewis, once he got to his back, once DC was able to get Derek Lewis on his back, I just knew he was too big of a guy Mm. to get back up. I, Mm. I knew that Daniel Cormier's speed and Even though he's a smaller guy, he's a lot stronger than he looks. I knew once he got Derek Lewis on his back, he wasn't getting up. Mm. And that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I mean, and then the fight was on short notice. I don't know. I was indifferent about the main event. Remember, this car was supposed to have Dustin Poirier versus Nate Diaz. (sighs) Yeah, that would have been wild to see Diaz. Yes. But Poirier was the one that pulled out. So,
0: I don't know. Thanks for coming to ringside today, Maniacs. We love when you stop by. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. There, you should also grab our sister production, Better Health and World, where we dig into the health, behavior, company and culture of what it is to be a human animal. Follow... Joe Neubauer at Joe Knows MMA. Gabrielle Tambone at Gabby underscore T. Sean Neubauer at MMA underscore Insomniac. And me, Matt Crocomo at Matthew J. Better. We love you guys and girls. And everyone else. Peace.